Welcome back, guys and gals. This is Matthew Keevil with the Northern Miner Podcast, and I am coming to you with another exclusive Miner Moment. That's right, just a little bite-sized piece of content to uh, help everyone get through those midweek doldrums. Uh, this week, we will be uh, running a little bit of a preview of an interview I did with Brent Cook from Exploration Insights. Uh, this runs just over two minutes, so it's just Brent talking a little bit about junior markets. Uh, as noted, uh, I attended the International Metal Writers Conference this past weekend. Uh, so I had a chance to talk to everybody and uh, sort of take the temperature of where people thought um, smaller cap and junior and exploration markets were. So here's a little bit of uh, soundbite from Brent uh, on what he's looking at in terms of juniors and where he thinks the market's going to be over the next couple years. Uh, so I'll run that and I'll, we'll be back with the full edition of this interview uh, for our episode on Monday, the full edition of the Northern Miner podcast. So this is just a little bit of a preview. Uh, I hope you do enjoy your weekend and I will talk to you on Monday. Today, we're fortunate enough to be joined by Brent Cook from Exploration Insights. Thanks so much for joining us, Brent. My pleasure. Um, and uh, one of the things I noticed as we walked in was a tagline that said, Junior Mining is back. And I'm, so I'm sort of asking everyone, A, do you agree with that? And B, sort of where do you see the junior markets now? Well, the entrance to a junior mining conference is certainly going to not going to put junior mining as dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, I, think, I think we are seeing some positive momentum. It slacked off over the past few months, but uh, it certainly has picked up from a, a year and a half ago. And my expectation is that it will slowly improve into the next few years. Um, I'm basically, and I talked about this yesterday at my, on my speech, but uh, we, are, we are in desperate, as an industry, desperate need of new deposits. Yeah. And that's a positive. Yeah, and I think you've seen that recently with some of the activity from the majors in terms of investing in more earlier stage projects. Um, and so from your point of view, uh, as someone who's sort of an observer and investor, obviously, in the business, I mean, what are you sort of looking at right now in terms of, of junior opportunity? I mean, are you looking for more greenfield or are you looking for more, you know, I hear the term district scale play all the time. So I'm just wondering sort of where your eyes are right now as far as the the smaller cap business is concerned. Yeah. Well, in, in our newsletter, we've Joe and I have kind of bifurcated uh, what we're doing. I mean, we, we, we're buying a package of uh, mid-tier companies that are getting bounced off the GDXJ just oh, as a short-term right. play. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're doing that as right now, but what we're really after is early-stage discoveries um, that got a shot of being high-margin enough and big enough to attract uh, a major. That's what we're really looking for, because I know that's where the money's going to be made. But and this is early stage. Like I'm off to Nevada in a couple of weeks to look at uh, someone with some bleg samples that looked interesting, yeah. and uh, some veins that uh, you know looked like they might be much more than they originally thought. So yeah. you know, real early stage stuff is what we're really after. Now, now, Brent, it's because you gave a talk yesterday. I caught, and some of what you were talking about was actually giving people a bit of pointers on investing in juniors. And one of the things you talked about was sort of things to look out for when they're reporting uh, results and things like that. So so you're saying you're going down to look at some early stage stuff. For investors that might be listening, when you're looking at earlier stage stuff, what are some of the things that you sort of identify as as promising in terms of uh, maybe soils or, like you said, I guess it depends on the region, right? So it, yeah, it's real de it depends on what the deposit model is you're looking at. Mm -hmm. Um, let's say I'm looking, um, the one of the ones I'm looking at is a Carlin style system, yeah. and it's almost all undercover, mm -hmm. but there's probably some outcrop, and this outcrop, uh, hopefully that it, the, the gold anomalies that we're seeing are draining from this outcrop of Paleozoic rocks that's never been looked at before. Mm -hmm. uh, if that's the case, if I can go down there and, and verify that, yes, this is Paleozoic 
carbonates that are bleeding off this anomaly, mm-hmm. it gets really, really interesting. Yeah. But you're not going to know that until you walk the ground and look at it. Yeah. Um, I'm off to Japan uh, later oh, this Japan. month wow. to look at a couple of pro- uh, companies as well. And there we're looking for high-grade epithermal systems that really haven't been tested. And by and large, we're probably at the upper parts of the system, so I need to see the right sort of uh, clay alteration, trace element geochemistry, that sort of thing. Yeah.